Hi, is uh, is this thing on? Hello? Okay. Well, my name is Cheyenne Tyler Jacobs, and I am the host of As I Was Saying Podcast. Consider me your best friend that's not just going to let you sit there and think problematic thoughts. So sit back, relax, make sure you're following us on Instagram, As I Was Saying Podcast. Follow me, she will speak, and let's get it popping on this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for listening to As I Was Saying Podcast. So today's episode um, actually was well it's gonna be off the fly today so I feel that 2020 has brought us so many things to think about personally for myself one of them is really just thinking about life and being grateful for the people we have around us so my little sister she calls me yesterday I believe it was yesterday two days see time is just time right now um well she calls me sometime this week and um she just received her new uniform she does ROTC at her school they had like an AMI meeting I'm not really sure what that is but I know my sister was the best at that AMI meeting virtually that's all I gotta say um her chief uniform had the hat and everything she looked bomb ponytail was slicked back to the gods and I was just like oh my gosh you know my mom was joking around she was like chief petty officer I'm like yes chief petty officer go ahead girl right and um we was like she was calling me you know like saw she had told my mom to send me pictures showed um some of my co-workers and managers at work like hey this is my sister especially since some of them um were in our were in the service so I was like yeah you know she actually does RTC she wants to I'm going to the service she's a senior in high school zoom university is not apparently doing it for her right now but you know she's making it work just a very you know light day my mom was texting me even earlier I think that week that my brother was over and was like you know we miss you and I was like really over this pandemic like my family da 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 right so um I get a call while I'm on break sister actually was calling me a couple times I was like I'm at work pick up the phone and um she was like this is actually really sad what I'm gonna tell you and I'm just like what what happened like what's the issue um one of our choir directors so I'm originally from New Jersey I'm from a small town it's called Manchester Township Manchester Township um gospel choirs MLK does celebration is actually like one of the longest in the state like we've been running it for a while and so I was involved I have been involved since I was in middle school. And then when I was in high school, uh, it went from the beautiful and amazing Miss Evelyn Swift um, directing us to when I got to high school, Miss Selena Bullock directing us. And at first we were just like, who are you? Where's Miss Swift going? Um, especially, let's call, us, let's call it what it is. 
I am from a predominantly white area. So when you have these very key pivotal people in your life that are black, especially in the educational setting, you know, when they're not involved in something anymore, you're kind of like, well, what happened, right? We would be practicing at the church. We'd be practicing at the school. And actually, because Miss Bullock, you know, winded up going to my church, she'd seen me outside, you know, of the school setting. Um, so one year, and I'm not sure if it was the first year or if it was the second year of me being in high school, I feel like it was probably the first year. They were like, hey, we would actually love somebody to do some spoken word, you know, to do some poetry, to do dance, to do to do other things. Like we, we want people to bring their talents well. My parents being the parents that they are, which I appreciate, um, they voluntold me to do it. For those of you who don't know what voluntold is, it is when you are volunteered to do something that you really didn't want to do and like you were told at the same time like I am volunteering my child my friend my sibling to do this so like you were volunteered and told at the same time so you're a voluntold there you go new new word for you um so I was voluntold to do a spoken word piece it was this um this generation uh still have video of it still remember it um and I was actually you know, very nervous because I had written poetry. I talk about it all the time. I've written poetry since I was like eight years old. But when I would submit it to anthologies in my school, they wouldn't really, you know, select me. So I kind of was just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Guess that didn't work. So I, you know, I kind of shied away from it. And now my parents are like, not only are we going to write something down, but now you want me to perform it verbally in front of people like, oh, ma'am, sir, it's a lot for me. And it was the best thing that ever happened. It really was. And Miss Selena was an amazing, amazing director. And when my sister had called me, she called to tell me that she passed away and you know I've gotten I've gotten a lot of especially in 2020 I've gotten a few calls few calls that people have passed away but very few people who have passed away in my life have I ever been in I think shock or disbelief you know like very few people have I been like wow like I did not didn't see that coming you know I love, I love the, the strong wielded older people in my family. And unfortunately I had, and still have a lot of older people. And I say, unfortunately, because, you know, that means their time is unfortunately winding down, you know? So I already knew even when a lot of the older people in my family passed away, like, you know, my godmother was, you know, late seventies when I was in high school so it's like you know looking at the clock like wow okay you know it's it's this around the time where people get sick or you know it's pass away in their sleep but you know when somebody who is still young is still very much experiencing life and you didn't see that coming that that's really like a what 
And I think especially because I'm in a whole different state. Like I'm a hundreds, hundreds of miles away. That death of my choir director, you know, who who literally was like a family member to not only me, but so many that I think that was one of the few deaths ever had where I told the person talking to me like please stop that's not looking funny what did you really call for and my sister was like no I'm serious and I was like how when how what like and then just like understanding that we're around the holiday season and her family is left without her and what does our this choir this this celebration of life look like like what what does like life look like now you know and again i've i've lost people this year i've lost many people in my life but i think again like i with 2020 i've been asking a lot of these very I guess you can say existential and pivotal questions because you know it's true what they say we can literally and I feel like it has happened to a lot of us go to sleep and wake up and the people that we love are no longer here and it's kind of like what do you do now like what like what happens now like even if they weren't close to you, like a, like they were not a personal family members of yours, but again, they were maybe a pivotal point in your life. Like, what do you do? How do you, how do you, how do you thought process that? And it's, I've been having a lot of those questions because I don't know. I feel like I do. I feel like I'm, I'm a little bit unaware of how to really process death at this point because I feel like every two or three months, like every quarter, I've I've personally lost someone or know someone who's lost somebody, you know? And I think what it's actually doing is it's, it's making me value time and people a lot more like, honestly, which is, which is the, to me, the very interesting part. I've, I'm, I'm, someone who's very bad at at death and and like accepting death like it like I'm the person who when they think about their parents dying I'm gonna blubber no matter how old I am whether they're healthy they're sick they're sitting next to me they're hundreds of miles away it just it just hurts it still does but my mom you know when I posted about letting it go like just just enjoy the people around you she quoted the movie um collateral beauty and I don't know if anyone's seen Collateral Beauty with Will Smith in it, but it's actually a very, you know, very thought-provoking movie to watch. And I recommend it. One of the characters, he was representing time. And um, basically, Will was, like, angry at him, you know, like Will Smith's character. And time was just like, that's the thing. Everybody always gets mad at me. You know, everybody always says, like, there's not enough of me. You know, I, I want more time. I, I wish I had more time. And he was like, well, what are you doing with what you have? And the, he, he was like, I, I am abundant. I'm a gift. I am forever flowing. 
But most of you, most of you just waste me. And then you ask for more. And 2020 has made that statement so true to me. So many things I can speak for myself that I was concerned about. They don't even fucking matter. Like, they really don't. Like, they don't. Like, I was engaged to somebody who I was waiting to choose me to to want to work on our relationship. They didn't. I was in a relationship with somebody else, fell in love, like actually fell in love, and they left. And I was waiting for them to realize I was important. They didn't. I've had friends who I wanted to understand why they didn't believe me when things were happening because they chose not to. I ask myself why I'm afraid to do the things I want to do and to step into my power and to take risk. Listen, our clocks of this time on this, in this borrowed body, see, and this is the thing too, I, I do believe in God, right? So we are on borrowed land in borrowed bodies, spending time with borrowed people. That's the thing too, like your friends, your family, they're all borrowed. They're not, it's kind of like, I guess the best way I can describe it, because me and my girl Astrid always say, social media is borrowed land, you know, it's like when you make a post and then Instagram's like, oh, we're going to take that down. And you're like, oh my God, why'd you take it down? It's not your platform. It's theirs. Same thing. Same thing. Tomorrow, by the time you wake up, somebody that you loved could literally be gone, like they are not breathing anymore on this earth and like their life just stops. And I think like, that's the craziest thing I've realized in 2020. Like, it's really like, oh my God, like it really does just stop. Like somebody was just living life, posting on social media, talking to somebody. And then it's like, boop, that's done. If it doesn't matter to you, five minutes, five years, five months, five days, let it go. Like, I would actually like to credit, I think, a lot of my, a lot of my, as of recent, you know, work to my life coach and a lot of, like, healing a lot of the things from my past to my therapist because I can actually see, like, my panic levels go down. Like, I literally have become an amazing person at letting it go because there is so much time in this world so much time it's beautiful and we just need to see it we just need to see it we just need to to experience it we need we just need to dive into it and so i challenge everybody today to really look at life and say what what do i need what do I want to do? What, like, you know what I, I did? Like, even just this morning, I looked at my budgets. I looked at my student loans. Why did I say, like, it's going to take me, like, 20 years to pay back one that's, like, $3,000? And you know what? 
I decided I'm a creative. I'm a creative person. I'm going to travel. I want to write novels. I want to do this. I want to do that. And realistically, I can't do that if every month I'm giving a chunk load of money and over time I'm going to give like my student loans in total are like at $41,000. I paid like two big chunk of loans off, which I'm very proud of. Um, and even I think my loan amount is less than the national average. But I decided I made the mental decision that um, with the next, especially the next job I have, because this job I'm I'm working more on a project based thing. So I'm trying to save money so I can when so I start the process of finding a, a next job. But I decided that I'm going to make a decision in my head to pay off to pay off those loans. Right. Because I'm going to spend my time doing what I love and I can't do that if I if I have this weight holding me down like student loan car loan that's what we're focusing on come like the spring or and anything that goes um, outside of my savings of like I looked at how much are my expenses my debts and my um, regular cost a month for six months of an emergency fund got that amount saving up once I reach that might go a little bit over because you know don't have I don't it's it's I'm learning to manage it but I still got my anxiety and then boom we're gonna we're gonna hit off those debts gonna hit off those debts because literally as I was sitting here and it's like I, I want to live and I think too many of us are existing we don't actually know what living is but today, I want you to choose to live. Miss Selena, she lived. She lived and she gave back to her community. And she was a beautiful soul and a beautiful person. And her memory will truly live on. And I thank her for always looking out for me. For always being supportive and happy for me. For always giving me a place to let my light shine. Because, wow, it's just, I didn't think that I could let my light shine, you know? So I thank you all for listening. I thank you, Miss Selena, for everything you've done. And... I just challenge you all to live today. I challenge you all to live.